do a little little thing here too what's up everybody welcome to homegrown hustlers i'm your host garrett the trash man larson today again we've got a special guest with us along with our regular d smith yo yo what's up everyone we're hyped we got kyle yeah dude you want to introduce kyle or yeah I'll introduce you guys me. all know kyle introduce me bro. Yeah. <laughs> super duper cool <laughs> kyle we got kyle in the house kyle's a college roommate of mine um we have some really good times what do i like to do for fun man like, what do you like sell it do paint a picture dude you freaking shred the gnar <laughs> oh fun fact about kyle i think i'm gonna do this every time kyle's on an episode fun fact about kyle I don't know if you guys ever remember the Disney Channel show. Um, I think it was Zink. Uh, Kyle. Brink. Brink. There it is. Brink. Brink. That's what it is. Zink. Brink. Okay. Kyle is like Brink, dude. The kid can shred on some blades, dude. On some roller blades. Oh, Kyle. Dude. Yeah. Don't tell me you don't remember the basement. I do with remember. Roller blades. Yeah, I some totally remember Some freaking Shania it. Twain blasting. <laughs> like, ooh, I love the way yeah dude so uh kyle <laughs> likes to play dude he can grind and do all sorts of cool shit full disclosure it's been it's been like a decade and a oh, half oh yeah but still but yeah, dude. I, I bet you i could still shred the I, dude i think we're all gonna have to hop on some amazon and get some freaking blades dude, some or go to like yeah or go to like a skate land thing and just yeah. freaking just freaking blow out our ACLs. Dude, but that's more like dancing. Like, Dude. I need straight, like, we're sh- <laughs> shredding with just some 90s yeah, music. Freaking blade. Yeah, I'm screwed. Dude, who, who was the other one? The genie in the bottle song. Oh, what Man, was that chick's some weird name? Stuff no, dude, that was like was huge finding in the out 90s. what gender he was. <laughs> My parents raised me uh, not gen- non-gender specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of shoving him in the closet, they shoved him in the basement. So he found some blades, and he was like, "Ooh, she's not a twang." Christine yep, that's Christine Aguilera, I think. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I'm she a had a genie song. in the bottle. You uh-huh. gotta rub me. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, probably wasn't appropriate for eight year olds. And then, what was that uh, like him. Skater Boy song? That was another one Avril of his favorite. Yeah, oh, dude. see, nineties yeah. music. Like, I'm a skater boy. Dope, That's right, uh-huh. dude. Dude, if you ain't about that nineties music, dude, road trips with my wife. Like, I'm all about the audiobooks, the podcast, getting with my wife, dude. 90s music crank it up like i'm talking max it out dude and it's just blaring for four hours how old were you when that was 90s music that stuff you were like high school i was born in 87 so high school (laughs) (laughs) he's like three years older than us we were in college together you were like a grandpa then weren't you (laughs) You like four kids but we lived together in college but you know i'm not that much older than we were roommates well you're like five feet taller than me so like i think with height comes age i'm bad at right. i'm sorry guys anyways this that was, was kyle. quite the introduction yes all right i'm kyle <laughs> super duper kyle to the rescue he's also uh, a rapper oh, about to drop some bars mm-hmm. all right dude well let's uh larson ways larson ways sponsor dude real quick on this tell us what it means taking care of the hassle to give you peace of mind tell us down as uh, the vice uh, president of getting shit done what does that mean <laughs> we don't think we just do okay we don't ask you if it's okay for us to pay up your trash we just do it because we know that's what's best i think that's one thing about larson ways um why we take care of the hassles because we don't want you guys to think about it we don't want you to worry about it we not only do our job but we do the job that other people don't want to do dude perfect example today 
didn't get any calls from the customer, saw a broken lid. We do that as often as we can see the problem. We fix it before you even know it's a problem. It's like, oh, I got a new can. I had a broken lid. Like, oh, da, da, da. Like, yeah. Because it's generally not a problem big enough that you care to actually make the effort to call. So we just want to take care of it for you. So yeah. Larson Waste is freaking bomb. So, bomb. Like, if you're in Arizona, hit us up. Yeah, awesome. What if they live in Phoenix, Garrett? Dude, medical waste. Medical waste. Hit us up anyway, and we'll be like, yo, what's up? We'll enjoy the conversation. Like, it's coming. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. You got like, some syringes. I got you. But, dude, yes. yeah. Tell you got play. a heroin addiction. I got you. I'll <laughs> take care of your needles. That's about you. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know, dude. Yeah. You never know. So hit us up anyway. Bulk waste is coming soon, Phoenix area. That's true. So if you're in Phoenix area listening to us, it's coming soon. You can hit up Larson Waste be like, yo, I got this couch. We'll be there in your house picking it up for you. Like, let's get this out of here. And if you live in Phoenix now and you have medical waste, we'll come get it now. Yeah, so it's Man. pretty simple. You know what? If you got bulk trash, call me. I'll come get it now. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'll care. I'll, 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 I'll give crap. Mexico, I'll come get it. That's <laughs> yeah. right. All right. Well, dude, um, oh, sorry. I cut you off. Please. No, you're good. I was just going to introduce. I got a rant, dude. So, well, I was uh, going to say Ranty Dan Town. Yeah, Ranty Dan Town. I'm going to go ahead and start this rant. All right. You heard? <laughs> Hope you ain't scared. I'm about to drop some. No, I'm just kidding. So. Um, I just wanted to talk to something that I noticed the other day um, that Garrett did. And um, it goes along the lines of Garrett's really good when he believes in something. He doesn't give an F who's watching, but he does it because that's what he believes in. That's what makes him feel good. And he just, he's not doing it for anyone else but yourself. So we're driving home from the gym. Garrett makes a, you know, a skirt, skirt right in front of me almost rear-ended his ass but then i realized <laughs> he was genuinely like i gotta get this trash in the road and i'm not gonna lie like it made me feel a little bad i was like you know what i would have honestly driven right over that i wasn't even paying attention Yo, to you ain't that. the trash man larson though so don't feel bad <laughs> but that's what i'm trying to get at is like not only does garrett have this title it's not for the fame. It's because that's truly who he is. Garrett is the trash. Not because he's a trashy man, but because he generally takes care of his job. He loves his job. He, he takes it serious. And there's dedication, and it's more to just – it's more than like a social media stunt or an act, I guess is what I'm getting at. And um, it's just motivating for me to be like, wow, Garrett generally – you didn't give a shit. You probably didn't even know I was behind you or did you care about who was behind you and you didn't even film it. And you weren't going to film it just because you're like, hey, like this is here and it bothers me because this is who I am now. And so I guess what I'm saying is find that. And because everyone has that, whether it's like, yo, I'm going to be a workout freak, even though you might not work like a god, like whatever that is, find something you're dedicated to, find something that motivates you and just do it, whether that's doing a good deed or finding something that, you know, just motivates you to go to work or find something at your job. So I was just kind of saying kudos to you. You almost killed like four people, but it was okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Worth it. You got, got the car. I love the pet on my back. Yeah, but it was, it was really awesome. So. Sweet. Keep doing what you're doing. You can count on that, buddy. That's right. So that was my rant today. I thought right. it was pretty cool watching that. All right, I'm all right before you, Kyle, because uh, you want, never mind. this mine's gonna be a little bit negative. Oh, okay. But here we go. I, like I just have not expressed it and got it off my chest yet, people. Oh, here he goes. He's coming out of the basement. If you know me, <laughs> shit, you know I'm a Saints fan. 
Oh, gosh. Start hating on me. I also want to tell you why I'm a Saints fan. (laughs) Christmas, sometime when I was a little kid, Reggie Bush was like, dude, when he got drafted to the Saints, I was like, all right, I can die now. I'm happy because when I was a little kid, me and my two brothers, we all got like these football gears, like these little pads, and it came with the jersey. And my jersey was the Saints. So before anyone starts hating of like, oh, you like them because they're good now. I liked them when they sucked. I liked them all. Like, I'm a Saints fan through and through. And the level that they got freaking screwed at. (laughs) Oh, my freaking gosh. I was listening to the radio the next day, too. And the guy's like, well, if he wouldn't have, you know, they had plenty of other chances if they wouldn't have thrown that pop fly in overtime. I'm like... Dude, it was not even close. All they had to do was run out some time to kick a field goal, and if that guy wouldn't have freaking, like, mind-blowing. Mind-freaking-blowing. That ref had some money put somewhere for something. Sure, it was through shell people, to, so it wasn't traced back to him. No way to miss that. Like, have not heard anyone be able to argue like that was a no-call. Or no one saw it. Like ridiculous. Not gonna put a positive spin on it. Just <laughs> pissed about it. <laughs> I'm just pissed. That's how you just, know it's serious. Garrett doesn't put a positive spin like on it. Garrett's honestly probably not gonna watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> like and you know what? I I'm a guy that's like, hey, I will cheer for the Saints if they're not playing against the Cardinals or the Saints. Sorry, I will cheer for the Patriots <laughs> uh, because I love Tom Brady's story. Like, although me too. it's not like, oh, I hate the Patriots and who cares about the Rams or anything like that. It's just NFL. Get your freaking crap together. <laughs> to, uh, to quote Rick and Morty, get it all together, put it in a bag. And take it to the shit store. <laughs> oh, dude, that <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> you do not have it together, NFL. And uh, I'll end that negativity and just uh, hand it over to you, Kyle. Because uh, thanks, bro. Like, that's, I love the Rick and I'm glad it's off. Like, did did you see in. my Insta story the other day? The Pepsi ad. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that was, that was so a, funny. That was bad. Bro, like I, I don't know who didn't. Who forgot to approve this or something? <laughs> yeah, like they are not uh, like the yeah. It's this, it's this picture of the Patriots playing the Saints in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and that's what they're using to promote the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah they better fix. Sorry, that. Garrett. On the bright side, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl, which is like a first in like forty-three years. I thought it was ninety-nine was their last Super Bowl title. No, uh, the Patriots played the Rams in like two thousand two, two thousand three. It fact Brady's, checked. It was Brady's Brady's right, checked, dude. Yeah. I was just thinking maybe the last time they won a nah. Super Bowl was like forty uh, something years. One. They they went. That was Brady's first Super Bowl that he went to oh, dude, and won. And I'm pretty sure the freshman high school. That's when I fell in love with Tom Brady. I'm and that, that's my bitches. rant. Tom Brady, bro. People love to hate on Tom Brady. I love Give Tom us a Brady. recap of his story. Okay. Maybe people don't recap this, so this, we can okay, forget what I said. This is why I like Tom Brady. I'm pretty sure this is why <laughs> Garrett okay, likes sure. Tom Brady. It's because he was dra- he was drafted 199th in the NFL draft. Nobody thought he was going to be any good. It was like he, back up, hey. He was back up. I think it was third string, and then he went to second string in his second season, and Joe, what's-his-face, uh, got hurt. They put Tom Brady in. Zero expectations started to do okay. So much so, in fact, that when Joe, what's his face, got he got better. Belichick left Tom Brady in. Everyone thought that was a stupid move. Ended up getting in the Super Bowl. 
in the Super Bowl itself, it still was unsure if Tom Brady was going to start or the the other guy because the, the other guy just signed like a hundred million dollar contract or something, yeah. and he's playing backup to the second year Tom Brady, probably making like two million. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, I mean, so not a problem even, now. Yeah, sure, now I think he's doing okay. And he won the Super Bowl. He beat the Rams. Nobody thought he could do it. The next year, tanked. Didn't even make it to this. I don't even think they into the playoffs the next year. And I was like, ah, one-hit wonder. What did he do the year after that? He won a Super Bowl again. And the year after that, he won another Super Bowl. Yeah. I love Freaking his story, animal, dude. dude. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know sports very well, but Garrett was right. Freaking idiot. 1999, the Rams won. <laughs> Gosh, I said 46 years. That's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, that's a long time. It's 2019. Yeah. That's cool, bro. Like, like, 18 years. It's been a minute. Like, not even a half. Whatever. <laughs> we'll go with it. But, yeah, dude, there, there was a quote um, I heard one time where Tom Brady went up to Bill Belichick after drafting and was like, I'm going to be the best mis- decision this franchise ever made. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, dude, who at that time, they were like, what a freaking mm-hmm. get out of here. Who do you think you <laughs> yeah. are? So, dude, and I think the Tom Brady talks kind of leads us pretty well into what we're going to talk about today that I'll I'll allow Dallin to introduce. Do do you remember Dallin? So, I have this thing called ADD, dude. I'm so infatuated by my quote on the Rams. All right, so this is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about passion versus oh. practicality. <laughs> you just thought I, was I said it, fashion. <laughs> yeah. Fashion, yeah, dude. Uh, what to wear at work? No, passion. Business casual. What does it mean? <laughs> Boots and shorts. I'll tell you what it means. No, passion, oh, passion. versus uh, oh, yeah. practicality. Uh-huh. Because there we go. yeah. I think there's a lot of people, and, and I'll say in the position I'm in right now, I've felt torn between this before. Um, there's a lot of people that are, you know, maybe doing something that they're like, this isn't my passion or maybe they, I think that probably most people out there are like, Hey, I've, I'm not sure what my passion is. And that's kind of the non-starter. Like I would go do whatever, uh, not take a pay cut, but I don't know what my passion is. But I'm like, that's like the same thing as like, Oh, this isn't my passion. Anyway, uh, you've said you've got some thoughts on it. So I want you to kind of lead us off yeah. of, of where you can help me get clear because I might be in this boat. May, so because I I have a bunch of college age and recently college graduated people working Freaking for me. College. Freaking, Freaking college. What are they even uh, who goes going to, to college? school? Yeah, you two losers have degrees, don't you? <laughs> losers. What Kyle has an entrepreneur degree, dude. <laughs> But they like there's something I don't know if it's like the millennial generation or what, but like following their passion is something that people are mm-hmm. wanting to do, right? Which is good. Like I followed my passion, I love what I do. It's true. But the conversations that I have a lot is like I don't necessarily think that there's a big difference between passion, following your passion, and following what's practical. Like when you're 21 years old and you don't have a wife or kids or a mortgage or whatever, like. That's the best time in your life to do whatever you want to do without having to worry about the practical ramifications of it because that's yeah. not a big deal. You, you can literally live off of like 50 bucks a month. Yeah. Like literally you can, right? <laughs> you can figure that crap out. And when if you don't know what your passion is, then like great. Then you can go try a whole bunch of stuff and not have to worry about like, is this going to negatively affect my career when I'm 56? No, because you're 21. Like who cares? Yeah. So that's we have a lot of those kind of conversations in my office. Yeah. What do you what do you think, Dallin? Passion versus practicality. 
do I think it's good or bad, or just what are my thoughts? Well, yeah, on just it? what are your thoughts on it? Like, I think uh, like have you? Sorry, I'm gonna like re reframe this question. Sure. Have you ever made a decision, and you might be in it now, where you did it because of practicality versus you were excited to be a part of whatever it is? Ooh, that's a tough. I, I would have to be kind of like honestly and say like i need more time to think about that one because i would have to think of a specific situation but uh as far as like performance driven i think uh, passion can lead a little bit more to more success but like kyle i have to agree with kyle and you don't find out your passion a lot of times until you do what's practical i don't know if that makes sense like you have to be doing something so when i mean practical like you can't do nothing and expect yourself yourself to be passionate oh, about yeah. anything so what's practical is go out and get a damn job and then mm -hmm. after you get that job you're like wow this might be practical because i need to pay my bills but like i'm really passionate about this and i've learned that because of like the basic essentials mm -hmm. so i guess that's where my standpoint is is like you're never just gonna i mean there's some people that are born and like i am going to be a brain surgeon and like that's their passion that's what's practical to them at the same time and that's just what it is but there's a lot of people like me where i woke up i mean i don't know sometimes i thought i was gonna be a professional dirt bike rider sometimes i thought i was gonna be a freaking truck driver like i had no idea just yeah whatever my mood was that day but what was practical for me was <clears throat> to go out and figure that out and so, and I don't know if I'm using practical in the wrong term, but for me, that's kind of how I've always understood it. Maybe it's not a bad idea to define what this means. Like, sure. wh what is passion? Because, like, you're talking about careers. Like, am I going to be truck yes. driver, right? Yes. Because, like, I mean, we were talking about Micro earlier, the, mm -hmm. guy, the dirty jobs guy. Yeah. Um, he, he talked about, he might even have a podcast episode about this or something where he talks about, passion is overrated mm -hmm. and that he's met all these people in the country that like literally pick up crap and feed it to pigs for a living or like mm -hmm. jobs no one's passionate about digging through trash and feeding it to pigs right but he talks to these people throughout the country with these dirty jobs and they're all happy and they have they have good home lives <laughs> they're they, they get a sense of fulfillment and it's not because they're passionate about the specific thing that they are doing but overall in life their passions are fulfilled. They're passionate about being a good father and a good husband and gotcha. yeah. passionate well, about providing a good living for their families. Well, and that's what I was going to say is I, I don't think there, I don't think there's a thing that causes you to be, that has to cause you to be passionate. You need to decide that your way of being is going to be your, you are a passionate person. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the heck you're doing. If you're just a passionate person about who you are and, and what you are in the world, like hmm. it doesn't matter what you're doing, there's going to be good that comes out of that. And it's probably going to lead to something that like whatever you're doing, you can decide to enjoy each day. Yeah. And if it's a situation that's, you know, not ideal, you being a passionate person is what's going to get you out of that situation. Hmm. It's not changing like you're not a victim in the circumstances, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if you're in this yeah, sucky yeah. job and you're like, oh, I've got to have the like I've got to have this for my money, but I'd really rather be doing this, like da 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 da. Like that's never gonna change if that's your whole outlook. But if you're yeah, yeah. just a passionate person and it's like I'm gonna go kill my job, all of a sudden you're gonna find the energy to create whatever you need to create to then be in a different situation. Yeah, and that's a like Gary V goes off about this. And, and sometimes I think it's a little bit misinterpreted of like, 
I guess what I'd say is I've misinterpreted. I don't know exactly what he means, but I've misinterpreted it of like, don't do what you need to do or, you know, just go do whatever it is you love, which just doesn't work. Like, like he always uses t- Teenage Mutant Turtles. He's like, yeah, just go do that. Like uh-huh. that doesn't work to just start doing that. Yeah. But I can guarantee if you're passionate, just your way of being is passionate to everything you do and you take your whole self to it, that when when the time comes to focus on whatever it's going to lead you to the next, like it's going to be um, a completely different experience. It's not yeah. going to be like, oh, I'm grinding like crazy. Um, like this is hard. Like, you know, poor me. I'm having to do these two jobs so I can get to this. It's going to be like, this is awesome. Like I love life. There's Shit. so much more accountability in that. <clears throat> there it's really like, is. The, like the phrase of uh, I'm trying to find my passion. It's like it's this thing that you have to go and and, and find like and, and attain like it's out there and i have to go discover it or it has to present itself to me yeah no you can be passionate about whatever it is that you are doing right now mm-hmm. and i think if you're in that kind of a mindset so let's say somebody loves to make youtube videos for fun right but they don't love it right now but they're gonna love it in two years if they have a life where they are passionately pursuing something, even if it's flipping burgers at McDonald's, yeah. they're going to be 10 times more likely when their aunt gives them that camera for their birthday to actually do something with that camera and then find their passion. Yeah. It's like it feeds itself if you're just passionate about what you're already doing. I, I think it's a lot more about your way of being than things you do. Yeah. And so so many people focus on the things you do mm-hmm. when that really has nothing to do with like fulfillment um because i think that's kind of what plays into passion what we're really saying is like fulfillment of like what you're doing you're happy yeah with you've got joy in, in who you are and yeah that's so much more well it's everything to do with who you are and who you're being and very little to do with what you're doing dude that's so true like have you seen have you heard this like a mental health epidemic with successful YouTubers. Uh, there's a lot of YouTubers, like 20 and younger, who are massively successful on the platform YouTube, but are also massively depressed. Huh. And the really? reason, yeah, and the reason that they found out is because they finally like achieved this thing that they've been dreaming about since they were 12 years old or whatever. Like they are a successful millionaire YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And they realized that there wasn't fulfillment in it. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing exactly what they've always wanted to do, but they haven't found the purpose in it. So whether you're YouTubing or whether you're picking up garbage, like it's finding the purpose that gives you that that passion. It doesn't matter what you're doing while yeah. you're doing it. And and to that, like I'd like to share my experience um, because I, I was I was selling door to door. Mm-hmm. And and that was really because it was practical. But luckily, the people I was around really helped me to just find so much value in everything I was doing and, and learning so much. So I was loving it before I came over to Larson Waste. And when I first got here to Larson Waste, I was like, I don't want to be a trash guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want that to be me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be like something cooler than that. Like. Like that was a conversation going on in my head, and and it was like this is like yeah I don't want to do this because I don't yeah, but when I got clear on like really what what was fulfilling and and really changed the mindset of who I was with the people I was around each day, dude, it did it does not freaking matter what industry I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. probably not gonna be the trash man forever. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows? But I'm totally fine if I am, and if someday I'm in freaking. Whether it's porta potties or whether it's 
I run a agency around the NFL where it's like, oh, that's a dream job. You're with yeah, athletes yeah. and it's crazy. Like, I don't think the level of fulfillment is going to change. Yeah. Because it do- it doesn't come from the outside. It comes from the inside. And, and that's been my experience. I know I'm a young guy, but I've had, I've felt that switch and man, it's fulfilling. It's so great that every day it's easy to wake up. You're excited about it and you just go, go about life in that way. So that's truth. Well, I'm, I'm a super old guy as we've established. Yeah. And I clearly viejo. <laughs> way older than all <laughs> of Decrepit, us. Decrepit. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, bro. I just had a question. So I feel like that really defined passion, but what's practical then? <laughs> Round two. <laughs> Round two. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, like I would say just practical is like what needs to be done of your obligations. Like, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I don't think it has to be a crazy have. definition. I just think no. we did really well at this uh, passion def- yeah. defining what a passion is. Yeah. So, like, well, clearly, I demonstrated it way wrong. So, <laughs> shit. You idiot. What, what practically practical is obviously just taking care of, like, would you say, like, the bare minimum to survive? Yeah, I'd say so. Like, just and, like you're going to work because you need to work because well, you're making a means. Well, and I would say it's not even just the bare minimums because it can be a lifestyle. That yeah. like is holding you hostage of yeah. your practicality. Like my wife has to drive a new car every two years, hmm. or I have to be in a certain house. Yeah. Like that could be the practicality of like, yeah, we've got to be in this neighborhood. Yeah, I, well, I, and along those same lines, I think a lot of people. And when you get married, obviously you've got you've got whatever level you you think is practical versus the person you decide to share your life with, right? But I think a lot of people trick themselves into thinking. They think they're making a practical decision, but in reality, like they don't need that much money to like they don't actually need that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's the their real mm-hmm. level of practicality is gotcha. lower. Or they they're they're saying what's practical is is what their parents have convinced them is practical. Or, or society what, or society or professors or whatever. Well and what I'd say to practicality as well is it's coming from a limited position yeah. when there's so much freaking abundance. Yeah. Like that that's what I love. Like I love living in a small town when we do like we do, but I get so excited every time I go to a big city. Whether it's New York or even just Phoenix, because you can get in one of these high rise buildings and look out and you're like, the amount of abundance uh-huh. that is out there is absolutely just staggering there's so much abundance so like practicality i think puts you in a position of limitations that's not useful if you're looking to create abundance and and these big things and and so you really just kind of put yourself in a, in a position to lose i think when you come from yeah. from that point and and saying that because you're being practical you can't be passionate of because it's not what you're passionate yeah. about i don't think they have to be mutually exclusive yeah. i think it's fear if you're fear for sure if fear is what's driving your practicality it's probably not it's probably not true practicality yep. if if faith in what you can accomplish as a human being is what's driving you to be practical then you're probably just being smart yeah so i, I guess what it comes down to the conclusion Passion, practicality, neither one necessarily is good or bad. It's honestly about taking whatever one you're doing and being happy and positive and moving forward with it and not living this life of well, fear. I would say both of them are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And what I'd say, it's not that one's good and one's bad. I'd say they're just 
both freaking fantastic and they Just actually never have to be my definition <laughs> <laughs> and they never have you to be exclusive yeah dude Damn, you dickhead just... listen up i'm teaching something here signing out <laughs> <laughs> holy shit no i'm gonna take it down and just shove it up your butt no <laughs> holy yeah we're into that one it's freaking fantastic everyone <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry, no, you're Jeez, sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, finish what Don, you're saying, Don, fantastic. Are you crying? I, I'm trolling a little bit. I'm getting ganged up on. First, not ranting very well, and then defining passion and practical wrong. Fuck the Rams. The Rams were Super Bowl in 44 years or something. Oh, back in, I thought Kyle was served in Vietnam War. Anyways. I think at the end of the day. Yeah, let's have you close this at one At the out. end of the day, there's a myth that people think they have to choose what they're passionate about, or what is practical. And I think what we've established here is that those two things are not mutually exclusive. You can follow your passions and be practical at the same time. Damn. Word. Drop your mic. Yeah, drop it. (laughs) Peace. How long is that?